Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. <laughs> You're on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning to you all. Salutations to one and all. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with your hosts, Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Neubauer. We have Greg, our illustrious producer, on the boards as usual. He had a late night last night. Brewers didn't get over till uh, like 1 a.m. He didn't leave the station, and he's back here at 5.30. But anyway, <laughs> wake up there, Greg. We're, we're, uh, we come to you live every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m., all about fishing, all about hunting, and all about a lot of stupid stuff. And uh, by the way, one of the stupid things was, I don't know if I did it or the post office did it or what, but Tim, not last week, but two weeks ago, Tim won on the Larry Smith I'll Tell You What contest. Uh, he won a one-year subscription to Badger Sportsman Magazine. And I just received the letter I sent him with his subscription, and I just received it back to the station. So, Tim, if you're listening, Tim, I w- I'm not going to mention your last name because you know who you are. Uh, give us a call at 414-799-1250. You can call us with your questions or comments at 414-799-1250, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And Danny? Got it. Got it. Got an email this week. What'd you get? CEO guys, it says. I always enjoy your show and listen whenever I get the chance. It tends to get me going on Saturday morning, and it often gets me really going and yelling at the radio, like I did a couple weeks back. You had a caller asked asked if the use of drones is legal for hunting. And while Danny was going, hmm, and pondering the possibilities, I was screaming that it was, in fact, not legal. I have copied and pasted the DNR rule here for you. Please let your listeners know that this is very unethical. It's a very unethical practice and is not legal. This came from page 16 of the 2016 DNR regulations. So, yeah, it says you can't use any any flying devices. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway. Yeah, here it says, It is illegal to hunt any animal with the aid of any aircraft, including unmanned aircraft or drones. So I want to thank Greg for sending that in and setting us straight. 
Well, I'm glad he's taking the time to read every word of those regulations because I sure as hell not. Well, I was I I we I just got the new regs. That's like pulling out some Bible verse somewhere yeah, and telling me about it. I haven't read the whole. Well, I did once. I don't remember any. Um, I uh, I just got the new DNR regs yesterday. And I did actually go through the it is illegal, too, in all the different things. And one thing I have, you know, at this time of the year, when people start going out for panfish, you know, in April when it starts getting nice out, like it's going to be today and tomorrow. Yep, yep. There's one thing that I have to reiterate every year to people, several times a year in, in April. It is illegal to fish for a fish that is not in season. It doesn't matter if you're throwing a spinnerbait, catch a bass, and then throw it back. It doesn't matter if you're releasing them. You can't fish for them when they're out of season. Now, if you're throwing something for panfish and you catch one by accident, that's one thing. But I don't know if the warden's going to buy it if you're throwing a half-ounce spinnerbait for, for crappies. <laughs> well, that's something I've known. I knew a guy used well, to. Yeah, go, you knew it, but I, I I knew a guy would go on Pew. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention I got to cancel that drone I ordered last week. <laughs> Son of a. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, there was a guy who used to go out on Pewaukee, and uh, he'd catch big smallies like this time of year. Mm-hmm. And he was this guy was a bandit man. He'd be targeting the smallies. Sure. He'd be the bass, but he'd, oh, I'm pan fishing, yeah. you know? So there's but, guys, there was a guy, there's guys used to go <laughs> go out in December before it was legal to fish past December, mm-hmm. November 31st or whatever, mm-hmm. when muskies used to close. They'd go out with, you know, 15-inch suckers. And say they were fishing for pike. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> On Pewaukee, yeah. which you have as much chance of catching up. A big pike on a 15-inch sucker back in the day. Now maybe yeah, you could. There's yeah. a few big ones. But back then, I think you'd be more likely to be abducted by an alien out there than you would be uh, to catch a pike. Yeah. So, But, yeah, so yeah. guys will always kind of well, find a way to bend and, the rules. And, and you know, well, it, it, it's up to the warden's discretion depending upon what you're fishing with. Now, if you just have, a, uh, 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 let's say, a 32nd-ounce jig and a minnow, or a 16-ounce jig in a minnow. Yeah, you, you can argue, yeah, I'm fishing for crappies, but you're likely to catch a lot of smallies on that, too, or walleyes. Well, <laughs> warden's discretion comes into what can I prove in court. Right. You know what I mean? Because they right. can write the ticket, and, you know, it goes in front of a judge who may know nothing, really, yeah. about fishing and right. hunting, and right. if they look technically by the legalities yeah. of it, somebody can get off yeah. on, on something. Yeah. So maybe the, the tactic, I guess if I were a warden, I'd be, look, you know your smallmouth fishing. <laughs> I know your smallmouth fishing. I'm not going to give you a ticket this time, but knock it off. But you better stop it. Yeah. But stop it. Well, I think it's like if you're using a bait bigger than what the fish that you're fishing for are, then I think it's kind of like a no-brainer. <laughs> you know, like you say you're fishing for bluegills with this big spinnerbait or a plastic worm that's longer than the bluegills you're fishing for. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, we, yeah, they kind of know. But, you know, I'll tell you, over the years, fishing for crappies and bluegills in, in April, I, I've caught plenty of bass, Yeah, I mean, by accident, you know. I mean, you, you're, you're going to catch some by accident, no doubt about it. But at least you're not fishing for them on purpose. Speaking you know, so. of crappie, seems to me I read something somewhere that uh, there are some big crappies in the Bay of Green Bay. Seems to me I read that somewhere. Well, that's where our state record comes from. When? 
uh, way back when, I don't know, not that long ago. Uh, oh, really? Uh, in the Bay of Green Bay, yeah, that's for 12 and a half inch, two, and, two pounds, nine ounces, I think it was something It's got to like be longer than 12 and a half. No, 12 and a half inches, two, po- two pounds, nine and a half ounces, I think it is. I'll look it up for you, Danny. Oh, God, he got him. He's pulling out the book now, for God's sake. <laughs> 799-1250. Someone, please call. Tell us yeah. about the crappies. Yeah, Maybe it. somebody knows. But evidently, Tom, I guess, well, this is kind of a redundant thing to say. I guess if you know where they're at, there's some big crappies yeah. to be had in the Bay of Green Bay. But I, I've never thought of the Bay as being a place to go for crappies. Oh, no, I was thinking of bluegills. I'm uh, sorry. Okay. I was thinking of bluegills. Or bluegills, by the way. You don't but think that's, of the bay. Being... That's, yeah, bluegill, uh, Bay of Green Bay, two pounds, 9.8 ounces. Yeah, back in 95. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, crappies, uh, our state record black crappie is four pounds, eight ounces off of the guile flowage. And the white crappie is three pounds, 13 ounces in on a cranberry marsh. So Three pounds, three ounces? Yeah. Cranberry oh, thir- marsh. 313. 313. Yeah. Those are huge crappies, man. Yeah, four and a half pounder. Well, look, Illinois just broke that one record. I wonder. Uh, you know, their, their crappie record. Now, there are people out there that are out there targeting a state record uh, mm-hmm. walleye, a state record world record muskie, a record pike. Does anybody really go out and specifically target a state record crappie? Are they, or are they just some schmo who was crappie fishing th- who lucked into a giant crappie? I think it's just dumb luck. Well, look at the, look, the guy in Illinois. He's using a half ounce swim bait with a, a crawfish uh, a plastic trailer chunk. You know, I mean, he's out fishing for bass on Lake Kincaid, and and he gets a four and a half pound crappie. <laughs> <laughs> He's fishing for bass. So, so it's not like he was any kind no, of a crappie no, expert. No, not at all. Not at all. Hey, we got a, speaking of a record, uh, in uh, New uh, uh, South Carolina, Yep, they have a new blue catfish record. Yeah. 113 pounds, 8 ounces. <laughs> I'd like to get one of those on the line. <laughs> 113 pounds. That's one heck of a catfish. A blue cat? A blue cat, yeah. What's your name? Hmm. That's a Yeah, but they get them even bigger in Texas. Yeah, they're yeah, 120 I think is the record in Texas. Yeah, I think. Hey, let me let me get out the book. Don't pull that damn book out again. Um Did you find the get an updated to 2017? Did yes, I shame yeah, you into that? No, no. The, yeah, as opposed yes. to like you had like I, a 2000, I 2009 the, a couple I, years ago. I bought the I mean, new months one. Ago. Yeah, I bought the new one. Well, I bet that hurt. <laughs> I bought the new one. Did you wait until there was a sale? No. They, they okay, would, there you go. But anyway, we uh, we got a caller on the line. What oh, do, do got we? There? We got a caller on the line. Who we have it? Kevin from Maple Ridge. Maple right. Ridge. Hey, good morning, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, where is Maple Ridge? Well, it's uh, it's uh, I believe it's on the south. Side. I I am not sure. I just got in here not too many months ago. Oh, I was gonna say you're not sure where you're living, huh? That's <laughs> Milwaukee. Well, know, it, it, it's a good place. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, what you got on your mind today? What? <laughs> what's the uh? Two things. How's everything at Bass's Bay? Bass's Bay. Now. Bass's Bay. Yeah, on uh, Big Muskego Lake. Well, yeah. you know you know what the new size limits are, right? 
They've been that oh. way for a while. Uh, oh. 40 inches on pike. Really? Yeah, 40 inches. It's a dumb regulation. Uh, they got, uh, and, and only one, uh, 18 inches on smallmouth or largemouth, only one. And then fif- uh-huh. 15 panfish uh, that ha- can have to be uh, 8 inches or larger, larger. Holy cow. I mean, you know. Um, well, it's been, the- go ahead. It's been eight inches or longer on panfish for quite a while, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, boy. You guys choke me up in the morning. What's, <laughs> what's the best fish to eat? Well, I would have to go with um, walleye myself, Tom. I I love a Lake Michigan perch. Uh-huh. Perch, or actually, I like northern pike a lot. But walleyes are right up there too. Yeah, walleyes, northern pike, perch, any bluegill. You know uh, I mean, yeah, you know, those are all you know, good. My late, you know, my late dad. He used to bring home fish from the quality fish market. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, scallops, perch, everything you wanted to eat. So did you well, have I, did you have a favorite type of fish? What'd you say? Did you have a favorite type of fish that you liked? Oh yeah, I like the uh uh perch. Perch, yeah. Well that's then I guess you'd agree yeah. with probably Tom then. Yeah. Well thank you for the call. Hey, listen, we gotta go thank, to a quick break. Thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for okay. calling. Thank you. Okay. All right, we gotta go to a quick break, folks. Uh and and you know what? Stay tuned for the rest of the show because uh we gotta Quite an update on the Larry Smith I'll Tell You What contest that's going to be coming at uh, after the 7.15 break. But uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more here on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and Sports Radio, 12.50 AM. Listen to the pick and In the sturdy old part of the city when the sun refused to shine People tell me there ain't no use in trying Now my girl, you're so young and pretty And one thing I know is true You'll be dead before your time is due I know Watch my dad To the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. Go pick some Bait Mate, put it on your baits. Time to go fishing, guys. Yeah, and you were really close to that Texas Blue Cat record, Bushy. What was it, buddy? 120 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So you were really close. But that's a that's a that's a big fish. That's a big fish, my friend. But there's even bigger catfish over in Europe. Bigger. We don't care about. Yeah, Europe. I know. I don't care about lousy, that over there. Lousy, lousy. Yeah. There was you call <laughs> you carps. Say? Carps. No, they're actual catfish. They're they're quite large. Well, they like the the carps too. Yeah, yeah. Kind of big on the carps. 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, there was something I was going to bring up, and now I forgot it. <laughs> That's what happens with old age. You forget things really quickly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you're you're going through that book like, oh, is there something uh, like a in wildfire. This, book, this this old hunting book. There's something I I thought I saw, and now I can't. And now you can't find, find it. Find it, man. Well, Son I'll look. Of a I'll guy. wait. I'll screw it. I'll look during the break. But now, I swear to, I'm going crazy. I know I saw it here. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. um, any bridge reports, Tom? What do you got there for our well, spring bridge report? <laughs> no, I don't have any spring bridge reports. None at all. Uh, no. I am going to be. Uh, meeting with my uh, Sergeant Horton and Sergeant Bush, Bush my uh, officers, and uh, heading up with my troops for Operation Goldenside. I'm going to go up to the what? bay and do, oh. <laughs> do some uh, walleye fishing when this week. When are you going to do that? Right. During, oh, you're on a spring break or something? Yes, sir, uh-huh. buddy. Well, I'm actually going to engage cloaking device and go Mm-hmm. Klingon is the, the Romulan. Romulan. Well, Klingon, Klingons invented it first. The Romulans stole they it. They stole the, it. <laughs> they stole it from the Klingons. And uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, and go fully cloaked in the Berta. The Berta Klingon Berta prey is going to be hitting the Bay of Green Bay. So, you nobody you, will hear from me during the week. I'm going dark. You're going during the week. I'm going dark. Going during the week. Now yeah. I could text a picture of a walleye to you and send it to you on your phone. No, no, don't. But do you that. wouldn't even check your text messages. No, I don't. I just delete them. I, I have, yeah, I never look at. Why them. are you such an old fuddy-duddy on that stuff? Well, because that cr- screen is so small. Now, if I had my reader glasses with me, okay, I'd check it. But I rarely have them when. No, like when goes. your phone starts beeping and buzzing and vibrating. Do you know enough to I, go to it? I know. I know if you the don't, sound. It'll make you nuts. No, I know the sound for a text message, and I just hit a little button that's deletes. Any race. Yeah, I just. What if it's somebody saying that you've won the lottery or something like that? Well, they can. You they, they can call me. You know, I am. <laughs> they can call. I like me. the flip phone, but you know what? I am tempted almost to get one that's a bigger one. That they take great pictures. Yeah, they do. You just carry it. I mean, maybe I could have both. I could have my little flip phone for when I go out, you know, hunting and so forth, because they fit in your pocket so Mm -hmm. much better. They stay stay charged forever as opposed to those other ones. Otherwise, everybody who's got a big phone, every time they come to your house. They're plugging it in. Or your car. Oh, my God. First thing buddies do when they get in my goddamn truck is start plugging their crap in. Yep. Yeah, those batteries on those big phones. Not only that, but they're so big that they're it's a big bulky thing in your pocket. I mean, they right. are. I mean, I, I, I'm no, nah, I'm not into that. Yeah, <laughs> I, still I might. don't need it. Still, still might. Uh... I, I have my phone for for one reason. Well, actually, three: to make calls, to receive calls, and voicemails. That's and, it. I don't care about anything else on there. And speaking of walleyes, Tom, I'm gra- glad you brought that up. Oh, I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was checking the regulations for the Bay of Green Bay. Right now, it's one fish over 15 inches. Huh? For the Bay of Green Bay. It's one fish over for, 15. For Lake Michigan waters, including yeah. the Bay of Green Bay. Check the regulations. It's funny. For water waters north of Waldo, Manitowoc. Okay. What, what, how in the heck do they come up with some dividing line? Wal, I think it's yeah. Waldo. Yeah. Waldo, Manitowoc, no, or Manitowoc, something, I don't know. Um, north of there, including the Bay of Green Bay, it's 115 inches. And then opening day, May 6th, you can get five over 15 inches. Now, that's the bay 
now from the Fox River, from the dam to the mouth, yeah. it's the one over 28, I right, believe. Right. So it's different. Yeah. But the rest of the bay, it's one yeah. over 15 inches. And it's funny, so, last year I was out there. Yeah. And uh, we fished all night long. And I had, I had a small one, Tom. I had a 26-incher yeah. that I thought, well, I'll keep this and fillet it. Mm-hmm. And my buddy says, you're really sick when you're talking. This is... He says you're just your perspective is warped when you're saying, "Oh, I'm going to keep the small eater, yeah, okay. a 26 incher." <laughs> I know that's so, a nice anyway. fish. Anyway, what do we got there, Greg? That's a dandy. We have Carl from Tosa. Good morning, Carl. Hey, good morning, guys. It's always great uh, to take a ride on the uh, crazy train. And you know, spring is in the air. You're sharing these wonderful stories about fishing and more. And I just talked to one of my uh, best friends. He's a hunting buddy, and he. Uh, shared a real quick story with me that I'd like to share with you guys. Um, and he uh, he has a pal, his name is Stosh. He's a great guy, but if you kind of refer to him as a light bulb, he's a little on the dim side. <laughs> so anyway, okay. uh, Stosh is out hunting with one of his buddies up north. When his, when his buddy collapses, Stosh goes and looks at him. He doesn't seem to be breathing, and his eyes are glazed over so Stosh grabs his cell phone, dials 911, and, and the operator comes on the phone, and Stosh says, my friend is dead. What can I do? And the operator says, calm down. What's your first name? And Stosh says, uh, this is Stosh. And the operator says, okay, Stosh, calm down. I can help. First, let's make sure he's dead. Then there's a, a pause and a silence and a gunshot. Stosh gets back on the phone and he says, "Okay, now what?" Oh, jeez! Oh, <laughs> you know, I don't have. You know, I gotta put up with that Bushy. Like a I don't have joke. to put up with you too. You know, that's a time joke. <laughs> it's a really, it's a true story. I'm not fooling you. Yeah, guys. right. You yeah. should have mailed. You should have. You should have mailed that one in. Yeah, Stosh, he's quite a guy. Yeah, you're quite a guy too. You know. <laughs> right. Thanks, I, Carl. You know, Thanks, Carl. Bye now. Enjoy yeah. your show right from the very beginning. All right, all hang right. on, because I got Thanks. a joke coming for you. Yeah, all right. Bye now. The two guys yeah. two guys are out in the Arizona desert down by your brother, you know, the, the Neubauer down in Arizona. And a guy steps over a log and gets bit in a very contra- compromising place by the rattlesnake. So the other guy gets on his cell phone and, and calls right away. And he says, my buddy got bit by a rattlesnake. And they say, okay, we got people on the way, but here's what you got to do. You got to, you know, make a sm- small, small cut and... And suck the poison out. And the guy who got hit, he gets off the phone. His buddy who got bit looks at him and goes, what what'd, they, the op, what'd they say? And he says, operator says you're going to die. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, this, this is not a joke. My friend, the no-name bookie, and I were climbing up a hill a few years back, walking up a very steep hill. and And I said, oh, my God, you know, I'm breathing, you know. My, I'm holding my chest. I said, my, I says, I, I got to take a break. I thought, I'm going to die. He says, hey, you have a heart attack on this hill. I guarantee you, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't joking. I said, what, no mouth to mouth? And he just looked at me. He might have said a few words that I can't I repeat on the radio. Has, I suppose after you stopped, had a smoke, and caught your breath, you're yeah, okay and ready exactly. to go. Exactly. I was all ready to go up the rest back, of the hill. Back rolling hey, again. Yeah. We Okay, we got to go to another break. When we come back, we have the... 
the gut report and the update with Greg Janik. We'll see you in just a couple of minutes. Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V-Mart Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. And first thing I got to do is I got to say, give a shout out to Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Good morning. Okay, now, (laughs) this Gut Report isn't about something that you can make or a cooking tip. I went out to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago this uh, couple days ago. And they've got two new items I got to tell you about because your gut is going to love them. Number one, they've got a pork beef cheddar bacon. Uh, It's like a beef stick, okay? But it's a cheddar bacon beef stick. It is wonderful. (laughs) And you know how they make their jerky? It's They call them beef strips. It's not that really hard jerky stuff. It's moist. It's tender. Well, they got a new one that's made out of beef tenderloin. Greg, you would love this stuff. Oh, is it awesome. Uh, tenderloin beef strips, I'm telling you, you can't get much better than that. So I had to give that as a gut report because, you know what, at my house, that stuff doesn't last too long. Otherwise, I would have brought you guys in some. But <laughs> Sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave over at Bucky said he was going to drop some off for us one of these Saturdays. Dave's so. the man. Yes, he is. So anyway, <laughs> that is my gut report brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Yeah, I didn't have to work too hard on that gut report, Danny. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, that stuff was good. Anyway, you've got some good, so had, uh, some good gut reports. Well, there, there's some good ones, and there's some ones that you guys like teasing me about. There don't are don't some. forget to cr- clean your grill. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. By the way, I'm cooking outside tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be 70 degrees. God I'm going to be on the grill. That makes me tempted to. Fire up your grill. Fire up the gosh darn <laughs> grill. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Hey, I got a question. Yeah. <clears throat> you know all plants and stuff. No, I don't. <laughs> like, h- how about asparagus? Yeah, what about them? Can you eat that? Oh, yeah, was, those are wonderful. Are they? Yeah, but it takes a while. If you want to grow your own, the first year you plant them, you get the seeds. The second the, the second year you'll get a small crop. The third year you'll get a bigger crop. So it, it takes a while. Yeah. Okay. They're not the easiest thing in the world. Not the easiest thing to grow. No, but they are wonderful, yeah. Okay. All right, here's what I was looking looking for before, Tom. I got this book. It's an old hunting book here. Uh, well, I say old. It's talking old school hunting in Europe. It's the fox guys in oh, the yeah, red this coats again. Yeah. and the hounds with, yeah, the, with yeah. the, the dogs. So they got a glossary back here, and I found that some of these names, these terms, and their definitions to be rather fascinating. So I want to run some by you here and... <laughs> what you see if the, you know what any of them are. Uh, Here's one. Um uh, babbler. <laughs> you <laughs> kind of true. Here it is. A hound that speaks without due cause. A hound that speaks without due cause. Okay. So in other words, it barks a lot. Yeah, barks yeah, a lot. I guess so. Okay, let's see. Uh here's another how about this one? Uh brush. Uh, well, what I think it is, it probably isn't. 
<laughs> what is it? Well, tell me what you think it is. A there. bunch of bushes, tall no. grass. Nope. A <laughs> nope. brush is a fox's tail. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. Oh, hey, can I tell you a real quick fox story? Real quick. One? Yeah, tell us a fox you, story because we're all on fox a, hunting hey, now and old school yeah. stuff. F- years ago, I was out hunting with my one brother out in Menominee Falls, and I'm standing on the edge of a cornfield that had already been cut. And from the distance, there's this fox running right at me. Its its tongue is hanging out of its mouth. It's coming right at me. I mean, I, I don't know what this thing is up to. He's maybe, coming right at me. Maybe you look like a big I, pork chop I to I don't him. know. I lowered that shotgun, <laughs> and I fired at its chest, hit it in the throat. Now, a fox's throat is pretty small. And I must have hit it. Well, with I, a slug? Tw- yeah. No, no. With uh, I think it was like six shots. Okay. Because we were out pheasant and rabbit hunting. And I must have hit it from here to that wall, which is, what, 10 feet away, 12 feet away? Yeah. It blew its whole throat out. There was a few pieces of skin on either side. Now, and, and this thing, I'm literally right coming right at me, and I, was, and I was trying to wave it off, get away, you know, when it was getting yards away, like 20, 30 yards. That thing was coming right at me. And then, so, okay, I, I didn't know if this thing was rabbit going to attack me or what, so that's why I shot it. Well, anyway, we kept the tail. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, that'd be cool. Had yeah, that foxtail. Yeah, I kept the foxtail. Yeah, too. so yeah. I salted it, wrapped it, and I put it in the freezer because that's what I heard you're supposed to do at the time. Yeah, take the bone out of it. No, I, I, I didn't. No, I probably should have because. Like I do with the squirrel tail. Yeah, because when I took it out of the freezer the following year, I think it was. Yeah. There were all kinds of bugs that were growing in it, grow, grew out of it. Like, you know, I don't know what kind they were, but I think I should have taken that bone out, eh? That's what I should have yeah, done. Yeah, but still, it shouldn't have bugs in there. Well, There's I don't no know. I don't know if the bugs were. Maybe in that's it, why the fox maybe, was running like crazy. He's getting dri- driven buggy by all kinds of bugs that were maybe, eating and making him mad. Maybe drove him nuts. Maybe I Unless don't know. We got to check into rabies. Do rabbit? No, rabbit animals don't come running full speed. Uh, I think they are kind of like they stumble and they're. Speech is slurred, and they, <laughs> they don't drive. Oh, that's not <laughs> kind of similar. Uh, yeah. I think that's what they say the signs of rabies are. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, continue, please. Here we go. Uh, let's see if there's other good ones. Um, um, here we go. Hold on. Clitter. Do you know what a clitter is? That's a whole bunch of fox? Nope. <laughs> Northern term for a tumble of boulders on a hillside. Oh, that's my. A, that's a clitter. Yeah, there's some uh, uh, comb, C-O-M-B-E. Oh, that's that's the part on top of a chicken's head. No, <laughs> it's a West Country name for a deep valley. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, now let's see. Then they, then they got some. Okay, how about this one? Foil. Uh, that's the the tin foil that Reynolds makes. Nope. <laughs> smells <laughs> smells that interfere with the scent of the quarry. Oh. Now you can see you how we foil, foil them. Yeah. You see yeah. how? I wonder if some of these terms, like the word foil, if these are words that we use now that came from yeah. the hunt back in the you day. You want to fool them. Smells yeah. that interfere with the scent of the quarry. Yeah. So you can have sheep foil, cattle foil, etc. Um, a quarry, quarry that runs back on its own line is said to run foil. Oh, by the way, definition of line is their scent trail. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew that because I've been big on these yeah. words now. Um, well, you'll fit right in when you go over to Great Britain and do a little fox hunting. Yeah. You, you'll, you know, be, you'll fit right in. Gotta, if anybody's got a <laughs> slightly used horse they're willing to sell, I'll take a horse over there. Form. How about this one? The form. Form. I don't know. 
resting place of a hair. Oh, really? Now, I think I've heard the term form below. It's kind of like a bed, yeah. like an animal. I thought that would be like a bramble. Here's one you got, Jack. Oh, that's a rabbit. A male hair. <laughs> hey, I male got hair. You're close. <laughs> but a big Jack is a uh, is a male hair. And then, uh, <laughs> go ahead. No, here we got a good one for you. Yeah, a new lay. <laughs> I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> Means a field that has been newly sown <laughs> with grass seed. I think we can mm. kind of refer that to I wonder nowadays. where that term came yeah, from. Yeah, I wonder. All right. We'll have more when we come back. <laughs> okay. And don't forget, folks, we need a contestant right now for the Hornschwaggle. Danny's going to ask you three questions. You get two out of the three correct, and you will win a one. No, this time you're going to win a, a nice swag package from uh, Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. So, a nice swag package. A swag package? Yeah, swag. You're going to get some swag. Don't you come up with a better adjective than that? Well, Greg, you've heard swag. of that, right? You get the yeah, swag. Yeah, a person has swag, but a swag package from... Yeah, no, you get swag. That's what they call it when you go to these awards things. and Or or if you go to some any place... When you go to a... Uh, any place. Bowl game. Like yeah. all the players that go to a bowl game, they get they, a They get a sw- package. package of swag. The swag is a term for a bunch of freebies. I wonder cool if that freebies. came from Europe hunting. Yeah, we'll probably. Look at my book here but anyway, seven nine nine twelve fifty. We got some callers. We'll be right back with the Hornschwaggle, and uh, uh, we are coming. Uh, no, no, the show. There we go. <laughs> I know the show is presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. We got the Hornswoggle segment. Welcome back to the Interstate Heating Studio. No, nope, nope. wrong one. <laughs> God dang it. Bait made fish attracting studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply. Cutting edge outdoors. And do we have a contestant uh, for the Hornswoggle? We do. All right. We have Brian in Shorewood. Hey, Brian. How are you doing, man? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good All morning. Right, good. All right. So here we go. Uh, if I'm lying, if I'm telling you a falsehood, it's a Hornswoggle. If I'm saying the truth, no hornswoggle. Um, asparagus. I got one question. So yep. no hornswoggle is the truth. Uh, no hornswoggle is the truth. All right. Okay. Um, so you could make little cheat notes there in front of Ed Right. No hornswoggle, put a T next to it. Hornswoggle, put a big F. Uh, but you can think about it for a second. <laughs> We're in no rush here. Um Asparagus, being as you know, Tom here is big Mr. Tom Greenthumb yeah, talking Green everything Thumb. that grows, he knows about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wild asparagus should be ripening sometime soon here in May. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Uh, hornswoggle. That's a no hornswoggle. I've got it right here in my Wisconsin Conservation Association calendar. Uh, they are 
basically predicting that the wild asparagus should begin ripening right around May 4th. That's what it says. So, okay, but here's another one. Uh, the Rapala fishing lure, the Rapala fishing lure, was invented by Ralph Rapala in British Columbia in 1905. That's a hornswoggle. That's a hornswoggle. Yeah, okay, you're right you there. Okay, so. That's next, one. That's one. Next one. Raccoons. Raccoons are strictly carnivores. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, yeah. Right. They're in your garbage eating everything. So, yeah. good. All right. Well, congratulations. You are a winner. I will get your information forwarded to the fine folks at Baitmate Fish Attractants, and you can expect your prize package soon. Hey, you guys have a great day. Enjoy the fun. All Thank right. you. Take care. You Thanks, too. Brian. Bye now. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what was that uh, one question? Oh, uh, the asparagus. I remember one time many years ago, I was out with my brother-in-law, Don, and we're driving along. I was driving... As a matter of fact, we were going fishing someplace. And he said, pull over, pull over, pull over. And I went, what, what, what? Pull over, pull over. Had to pull over. He spotted, and then he had to walk back, because it took me a while to pull over. We had, he had to walk back. He, he saw wild asparagus off the side of the road. And he had a, and he grabbed a whole bunch of it. He saw it. I mean, we're driving by, and he, he, just, he, he just saw it. it. He spotted it, yeah. And you know, had to go over there and pick I, some. I'm, I'm going to give you, uh, wow. I got a confession, Tom. All right. Growing up, I, I got a great appreciation for the outdoors, animals, all this and that. But oh, I never... and by the way, your confession I will never divulge. You know, great because Thanks, it's a confession. Buddy. I'm glad you got it's that. a confession. Right. You know. signed the waiver. Yes. Well, let me um, give you to sign it across. <laughs> that could just be a curse right there. Um, I never really cared much for identifying plants. I never got it. Now I can go out with my cousin in the woods, and he can identify any kind of tree that grows. Mm-hmm. He's he's fascinated with nature as okay. well, yeah. but I just never got into the. So I couldn't tell you as an asparagus from a pumpkin, you know. Mm-hmm. As far and you know all that stuff. Not all. No, no. I just know a few things. I don't know it all. It's it's like uh, what was his name? Thomas Harper Hamilton, something like that. He once said, was uh, he a, "Wasn't he an ex-president?" No, no, no. Uh, Thomas, uh, I can't think of his last name right offhand. He said. Learns, he wrote the declaration. He said, "Learns." His quote was, "Learn something about everything and everything about something." So wow. I know a little bit about a lot of stuff, wow, but, I, but I don't man. know a lot about something. That's profound. <laughs> what do we got, Greg? Oh, uh, but uh, nothing. Yeah, it's we like, got nothing. It's like okay. trees. There's like <laughs> so, there's like some trees out in the woods. Like I know what they are, but there's a lot of them I have no idea. I remember one time we were out in the woods, and my uncle and my cousin started arguing about a tree. Mm-hmm. We were deer hunting, and uh, and they were arguing back and forth. And my uncle was a big college professor, so and my my cousin's like 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the argument, after my uncle walked away, he just looked over and. And what, I forget what he said, but he just said the name of the plant that mm-hmm. he believed it was, mm-hmm. and he just he was he he quit arguing with my uncle mm-hmm. because he was like the great scholar. What amazes me is people who know the Latin terminology for the for the plants and trees and all that. Well, I it's, know for some animals, Tom. I yeah, know for some. Esox, yeah, well, Esox, Masconange, yeah, uh, Ursus horribilis, grizzly bear, ah, Ursus arctos. 
polar bear. Arctic, uh, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, where am I at on some of these now? But yeah, yeah, so some of them. Yeah, you read these hunting books, and for some reason, mm -hmm. the chapter on the grizzly bear, they got to put the Ursos, yeah. whatever, you yeah. know, like they're trying to be all fancy with it, and somehow that sticks in my head. Um, so, so I'm going to test you on a few few other words here. Okay. What's a the, the old British words? Old British words, and they, you know, I know there's some people out there. You know, like I got my, you know, I got my buddy Schmelzer out there. He big hunter reads all these books. I know he's listening to these words right now, going, "Geez, I I gotta know this." How about this? A scut, S C U T. I'll even spell them for you. A scut. What's a scut? A scut. Is that is that kind of like uh, fox droppings? <laughs> You know what? That was a darn good guess because there is a name for that in here somewhere, which I can get to later. It's a hare's tail. Oh, a hare's tail. Okay, how about this one? Sea ho. I'm not touching that one either. There's certain things I will not answer on this show. It's the hare hunting equivalent of tally ho. Oh, yeah. But, tally but yell that downtown here and you could be in <laughs> You'd whole, be in big trouble. Have a whole new meaning <laughs> and you could be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. It's hey. S-E-E-H-O <laughs> apostrophe. Yeah, I guess you yell that real loud. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, hair hunting though. So when you go hair hunting, you say that. See, you got to know the difference between hair hunting and fox hunting. If it's fox hunting, you yell tally ho. If you're hair hunting, you say sea hole. Okay. Do you get another one? Or got do another you want, one. Or do you want, okay, after your another How one. How about this? Uh, a stub bred fox. Stub? S-T-U-B, not stud, stub bred fox. You mean the fox that bred him was, or bred her was stubby? <laughs> I don't know. One that has been born above the ground. Oh, instead of in a den. Uh, yep. And, oh, here's the one, tally hole. Yeah. We all know. What that is, that that is what we say when we see a fox. But do we know why, Tom? No, I don't know why. Here you go. I know you're dying to know. It derives from Norman French, il est hot, he is raised. So that must be French, il est hot, means he is raised. But what? where does the tally come in from? <laughs> it says, well, here it says, try saying it fast several times in succession and the light will dawn upon you. What's the phrase? Il est hot. So you, are il we est hot. Il est hot. Il est hot. Is hot. I don't worry. You get tally ho out of that. Well, I wonder if they mean try, try stay, saying <laughs> tally ho fast. Tally ho, tally ho, tally ho. I know. Il est hot. Il est hot. Il est hot. Uh, I know why. It dawns on you. Who can yell il est hot real fast? So they just change it to tally ho. Those crazy British, I'm telling you. Maybe somebody either spoke with a lisp or someone had bad hearing and it became tally-ho. I don't know. Maybe. Well, we got to go to Greg's update. Right, Greg? Yep, we got to go to Greg's update. And when we come back for the update, I got some breaking news. Breaking news. I hope Greg doesn't time. break it before about me, time though. we got some news going yeah, here. Yeah, breaking news. We'll be right back with more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.